Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Disciples Made Podcast. Disciples Made Podcast. I've always wanted Can to do that. Can you not do well, that? Rob does that stuff. When no. We do. I want to be Rob. You're not Rob, Dad. That's You're true. Brian. I'm just. I'm... Our job is to help you win. The destination is I will be a disciple who can make disciples. We got to watch people see themselves as world change. We're going to transition. We are going to smoothly transition into welcoming you uh, to the fourth bonus episode um, of the Disciples Made podcast. And today, podcast. <laughs> are you making fun of my voice? I am. That was kind of weird. All right. Today, we are going to be talking about the IDE, Intentional Disciple Making Environment, uh, something that we might have mentioned in season one. I don't know if we really got into it. Over and over. Over and over and over and over again. So if you did not pick up on that or you didn't listen to season one, why don't you take a pause here, go back to season one, listen to that, because we dive very deep into the IDE Disciples Made. But right now we want to talk about how that whole IDE, Intentional Disciple Making Environment, idea spring to life. It's a fantastic story. I mean, if, if you've kind of come to get to know Disciples Made recently and, you know, heard our podcast and all, you would think that we started with the IDE language and then we built tools according to that strategy or those five pillars. And, and that's why we have a thing, but that's not the case at all. We actually had uh, followers maids and leaders maids going at this time. They were actually being successful in other churches by this time. And a friend of mine, Derek Nunley, you know, Derek. word up, like shout out to Derek. Awesome guy on staff at Westside Family Church in their global impact department. So he's investing in the three countries around the world that we invested at, at Westside. And those are South Africa and India and Thailand. And we were serving in areas of those countries where internet access wasn't uh, always available. Uh, you know, uh, devices in which to get our app were not uh, affordable. The books were not necessarily translated into a language that those folks could understand. And even if they could, the books that we, you know, recommend are eighth grade or, or above reading level. And a lot of the kids that we were serving, the orphans in these areas, did not have that level of ed education. So he's like, Brian, we see the radical things that are happening through Disciples Made and the tools. We can't use the tools over there, but we want similar results. And so he posed this question to me. He said, what are the irreducible minimums on what you're doing so that we can name them and then use them to create disciple-making environments in those areas that are equally effective? And I basically looked at him and said, why did you come in here and ruin my life like this? You're, he made you think a little bit. He made me think. It's like, I thought I'd done enough work to get to this point to get these results. But boy, am I ever glad he posed that question to me. So basically, I started and uh, I just put a circle on my whiteboard. And I just put, I don't know, I don't, I don't know that I put anything, but that's the group. Like FM or LM, whatever it is. Yeah. I just put that in there. And then, and we had already started to really bake out this language of character and calling. I started it knowing I wanted to develop the fruit of the spirit and the gifts of the spirit. So it's like, those are our focus. So outcome focused, character and calling. So I put that up there. I'm like, well, what else are we doing that I knew I wanted to bake into these things early on when I actually put the things together? And of course, 
spiritual habits, the spiritual disciplines, Bible reading, all the things that we've talked about in the IDE, you know, breakdown. So it's habits. So I'm going to put those over here on the side. And we've also got, you know, content. We've got books that we're asking people to read and, and things like that. So content's a piece of that. And there's really no other pieces. I mean, there's other things that come out of that, but everything really gets boiled down into those three things. So I'm like, okay, we're outcome focused. What, like, I'm, I'm going to be a good, like, preacher and you're going to have oh to get my. all of the alliterations going. So I'm outcome focused. Habits, habits. What do, what do habits do? They fuel those outcomes. The habit fueled. All right, content. And if you've listened to those podcasts, you know that content isn't king. It's we're, we're not content focused, but what are we? We're content. And then the word flavored came because the, the you know there's different flavors of content to meet the different needs of people in different phases of their spiritual formation. And so that kind of became the beginning of the language. And of outcome focused, have it fueled, content flavored. It wasn't until a couple of years later uh, when Rob Wagner joined the team and brought more of that incarnational uh, component that the other two were at community forged and mission fixated. So that's how the IDE language, and this is what was so huge. I could only be passionate at the time about the experiences that rendered the outcomes, but not everybody. Uh, was passionate about being a part of a six-month thing or a 12-month thing or the language followers made or leaders made or all these other things. And so I really couldn't deliver the results without the experiences. But once Derek asked me those questions and once that language emerged, then we had a way of helping people edit or modify their current small groups, volunteer teams, Sunday school classes, whatever the disciple-making environment is, we could invite people to start adding the opportunity to be focused on the outcomes, integrate habits that will render those outcomes or fuel those outcomes and leverage content as a tool to accomplish the outcomes instead of being the focus itself. That language helped us create something, a way of thinking that could be infinitely transferable to any disciple making environment in the whole world. So what you're kind of saying is like the IDE in a sense is like an operating system. Yeah. So like on a phone, like we have ILS, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. You have all these different apps, but the foundation is that operating system, the IDE. So you have all these IDEs, but can create different context. Exactly. With those. Exactly. I mean, that, that's, that's really the perfect metaphor. The IDE is the operating system that disciples made and her experiences run on. Just like apps run on iOS 13.6, I think is the latest one I downloaded. And here's what's fun. Uh, people can either you know use our off-the-shelf tools, followers made, leaders made, missionaries made, microchurch learning community, or you can, with your own vernacular and your own stuff, start to edit or modify your current experiences into an IDE. We have training and coaching for all of that. Our dream and what we're building towards, we're still a very young organization, young ministry, and uh, but what we're aiming for is to get our app to the point where we can work with churches and customize their stuff, like white Fancy. label, put your branding, your name on it, modify these things to your degree, run off of our operating system and our app that delivers it, 
but it's your it's your context it's your language it's it's your stuff that's our dream we're just kind of waiting for the resources to come along and help us get to that level that sounds very exciting yes and we'll continue to create ides Mm -hmm. uh, as that opportunity comes you know how can you be a great father how can you be you know a great mom how can you be a great entrepreneur i mean and so it just really seems like you're trying to point people to jesus (laughs) in any context that they may fall into we have i think jesus has given us some language uh, that can be a great assist to more and more church leaders as they seek to make disciples that make disciples well thank you so much for joining us on episode not you i am not talking to you (laughs) but i am talking to our listeners okay no you are paying me to be here oh that's right yep Thank you guys so much for joining us for the bonus episode four where we talked about how the whole IDE um, idea sprung to life and we will see you next week for episode five.